0: Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. What's up, everybody? Welcome to That Game Show. I am Chase Bunker. Of course, I am joined by my co-host, Kyle Helmstetter. Boy.
1: What? So, I was just getting in the role. just getting really hyped for this. This is, this is a great day. You know what's happening? You didn't tell everybody?
0: Uh, right now, as of recording this, the Xbox showcase just happened and a whole bunch of games were announced. Uh, some of the, We're going to talk about some of the big ones, some of our favorites. Uh, Starfield uh, showed more footage. It looks so bleeping big. And how they even said, yeah. by the way, there's going to be 10 systems with uh, a thousand planets or something along those lines. And we're like, I'm sorry, what? Can like, you say what now? Like, here's the thing. Like, I'm playing Elden Ring right now, and that's big. And like, that's like 200 hours just to explore all of it. And I now you're telling me there is an even bigger solar system. Like, what's crazy? Like, did you see the footage for Starfield? No. I don't know why you said it like that. But, okay, cool. So, they show off, like, the game. And at first, it looks like Fallout meets No Man's Sky. And it's like, all right, cool. He's just exploring. Here's a little crab monster just, like, running away. Oh, there's pirates. And so, he pulls out the guns. Like, all right, it's typical Fallout gun combat. Okay. And then they showed, like, the patented Bethesda, like, you're going to talk to someone. And then we're going to zoom into the face. And then they said, "Oh, there's also going to be space battles." We're like, "Okay, I don't know if you could do that, but okay, cool." And then, by the way, there's going to be a thousand planets for you to explore, and everyone
1: yeah, just why, goes, "Why do we do this? Why do we do this every time?" I feel like every time I see a new game get debuted, they're always like, "Bro, check out all these features." Also, this world is so mother fricking big. See so yeah, that? Thank you. I censored myself. Thank you. It is so big you could like literally never ever go to the same place twice. Like how how do you like that? How do you like them mother freaking apples? I did it again. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm on a I'm on a roll today. But yeah. seriously, like why why do we why do we get so hype about, you know, huge absolutely obscenely large maps it's like
0: it's this weird dick measuring contest where we just oh you can say dick i can't say yes you can't there is a stark difference between dick and the f
1: word well now you can censor it
0: yes great i I thought this was gonna be a smooth transition for me from recording to editing but
1: no it is it's just one it's, it's just one bleep you say that it's right now it's just one bleep
0: yeah right now
1: right right now at the time of recording this it's one bleep
0: as of right now anyway the point is it's this weird thing that we do where we try to make our games like abnormally large now here's the thing like unlike when no man's sky did it i kind of trust bethesda more yeah but you never
1: thought you'd say that (laughs)
0: I mean, here's the thing. Like, Bethesda's a good company. The problem is whenever they release the games, it's bugs galore. And then six months later, we're not doing that again. We've already done the rejoin once when it comes to bugs. Space bugs. But it's the fact that, like, they'll have a good game. It could be buggy as hell come launch time, but it's still going to be a fun game. But the thing is, is that we thought this with Cyberpunk. Like, we thought if anybody could do this, this is, yeah, Cyberpunk could do this. But, like, the thing is, is that the two differences between those scenarios are Bethesda has made a game of this magnitude before. The thing I think is going to be interesting is the space combat because they haven't really done anything like that before. So space, that's space, space, be, space, combat. I don't know why you said it like that, but okay, cool. But that's what I'm a little bit hesitant about but i still think that starfield has the potential to be probably like the big game of 2023 like that's going to be the elden ring where everybody's going to go and play it or find some way to play it and it's going to be like the talk of the town for like a good month or two
1: do you say talk of the town because you're in jacksonville and it's like a town
0: that like is
1: why not why not say like talk of the talk of the trough like you know
0: what are we like doing? a peeing together at no a no or, no or... no
1: no trough like a like a pig trough like a you pig know? trough like, not like yeah the... we're, we're chilling by the by the pen and we got you know a trough right there like talk of the trough who says talk of the trough I just said talk of the trough yeah okay. I, I literally just said it like okay. me I just did who do you
0: think what do you think has said more talk of the town or talk of the trough
1: I don't know. Why don't you go ahead and tweet about it?
0: You, I'll make that a poll as suit. Like right, okay, we'll make that a poll at Chase Bunker on Twitter. What do you say more? Talk of the town or talk of the trough?
1: Exactly. And you know what? Which would you? And you know which would you rather say more? Because I'd way rather say talk of the trough way more. Okay, so you will to make two separate pool?
0: polls? No,
1: just one poll. I'm just saying I'd rather say talk of the trough more.
0: Okay, so you want the poll to be on Twitter at Chase Bunker. What do you, what would you rather say? Talk of the town or talk at the trough?
1: Would you rather talk in the town or at the trough? So, like, anyway, (laughs) what I'm just surprised that a thousand planets was like over a thousand planets, and they're thinking to themselves, dude, check out this dick.
0: I wonder what that meeting was like when they said hey guys i have about like how about we do this sci-fi game and have like 500 planets no
1: no get out of my office you lazy son of a can i say the b word yes yes
0: i might censor it anyway (laughs)
1: because
0: i don't know i don't know that's
1: a a fair i would probably censor it to be honest with you so that's two censors yeah, uh, but you gave me permission, so I right. count that as still one. That's
0: fair. Now, okay, I got an even better idea, guys. How about we have seven hundred planets? Eight hundred
1: and seventy-four. The guy says as he eats his nachos.
0: No, I want. How about a thousand?
1: And Todd Howard at his desk just rolls slowly with the with the sun shining on his face ominously, and he goes, "No." We're gonna do over a thousand.
0: But, Todd, you're a <laughs> madman.
1: <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. I want Skyrim in space.
0: But, but that's impossible. No game has ever produced one th- over one thousand planets.
1: We're Bethesda, not Bethesda can't. I want it done. Chase Bunker. I think yeah,
0: Bethesda yeah, I is the only company that can actually get away with having bugs on release and we'll be like, that's fine. We're okay with that. As long as they're not Dragonflies, <laughs> I don't
1: honestly care. I just don't want to deal with those.
2: Kyle Helmstetter.
1: I mean, it makes sense. In the Fallout world, there's going to be a huge amount of bugs because, like, it's post-apocalyptic. So, I mean, they're going to be everywhere. But, but did you hear Bethesda also released that they were going to have a bunch of glitches in the game?
0: I hate you. This is That Game Show. One of the other big stories that just came out was, of course.
1: Did you flash
0: everybody on Instagram again?
1: No, no. My account got banned last time I did it, so I've been really careful.
0: Okay, that's good. I don't want another scandal.
1: I don't either. It's not really much of a scandal when no one watches, but, you know. That's very fair. It could have been a huge scandal. Get it? Because,
0: you know. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! Multiple entendre. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, the big one of the other big things that came out. There was a whole bunch of games that got announced. If you haven't seen the Xbox showcase, I recommend it. There were so many good things. Uh, and uh, a Tale requiem, which I'm incredibly excited for. They showed more uh, footage to Hollow Knight Silk Song, which Xbox kind of said is going to come out in a year's time. Um, no release date's been given. But they said you're good you can't play it in a year. So maybe something. But I think the big news for all you of know. us the big news for all of us is we got more information on Overwatch Two. Oh
1: my gosh, it's finally happening.
0: We we finally got information on Overwatch Two and it's going to be free to play.
1: Yeah, like okay, things things I didn't have on my bingo card for Overwatch Two. Um being free to play that was not one of the things that i expected to hear that i was was expecting a 45 dollars price tag on it
0: yeah that's what i was expecting as well like i think also that hesitancy of we don't know what this is going to be let's just make it free to play and i think that's what they kind of just ended up sticking with because i think the initial response wasn't great also i think part of me thinks thinks of this as a pr move like I, oh, think I was about, this about to is say, absolute
1: mad respect though. Like you want to talk? Like we we've talked about this on air. How are they going to rebuild the franchise, right? Because yes. I mean Overwatch's player base has fallen off real hard.
0: Yes, and even like the fans hate the game.
1: It's true. I I hate it. I really do. Um, so in that in in that kind of regard, it's like we did talk about you know how do you rebuild it? And we were sitting there like, well, you could I guess you could make regular Overwatch free to play. Never in my wildest dreams did I sit there and think let's introduce a new game and make the new game free of play <laughs> i i was surprised My- when they
0: made that move i said oh wow they they actually announced something like they, i didn't they, i didn't they- think they were going to announce anything to be honest just because of the fact that they normally just announce it at like a BlizzCon event, and they're not having BlizzCon, and so it's like, all right, when are they gonna announce some form of information? Not only that, we got some Diablo Four footage or some like trailers for it, and it's like, okay, this is now interesting.
1: Like, it's super interesting. I mean, I listen. I think we both talked about this off air, so let's clarify for on air. Neither one of us got to play the beta. Neither of us. No. I didn't. I didn't get invited. I tried, but I didn't I get invited. I didn't
0: even bother sign up.
1: See, that's how much you hate Overwatch, and I respect that. Thank you. You are not a masochist, and I respect that.
0: Oh, no, I'm a masochist. Remember, I'm an Orlando Magic fan. I'm just a masochist in different ways.
1: What's a magic? Like Disney? I hate you. I know. That's why That's why you love me. Anyway, um, regarding Overwatch 2 being free to play, I mean... Now now did you read the entire stipulation behind everything? No. So I'm going to I'm going to kind of wander like quietly while I work on trying to make sure that I have all the details correctly. Okay. But if I recall correctly, um the stipulation is also that you do have to own Overwatch 1 prior to a certain date. And I'm not positive if that's the entire stipulation, but I believe to get the Founders Pack, you have to have Overwatch before June 23rd. So let me take a look. Right now... Oh, I'm saying that because I have it in front of me. I was oh, okay. able to burn enough time. Yeah, no, I was able to burn enough time. Okay. Um. So the game isn't a full release. It'll be kind of like an early access. There's no PvE. It's just PvP, which is like completely the opposite of what we heard, you know, that mm-hmm. Overwatch 2 is going to be. So it... Oh, no, it's, it's completely free regardless of whether you own the first game. Okay, so if you do own the first game, you will get the Founders Pack, which has two epic skins, an exclusive icon, and a, quote, surprise gift that is unknown at this time. But to do that, you must own Overwatch 1 prior to June 23rd. So you, by the time of recording this, have approximately I hate this, 11 days.
0: There you go, very good.
1: Oh, man, my math is getting really good. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Uh, those, those remedial entry-level math courses are really just paying off. They should. Good thing I got that extra finger attached so I can count to 11.
0: I thought it was because your favorite band was finger 11. Tyler Gallagher, CEO of Team 33, up next.
1: Chase Bunker.
0: I think it's a game that's best played with a loved one. And it's like, yeah, you can play it with a friend, and you'll get some enjoyment out of that. Your cousin. Kyle Helmstetter. If you live in Alabama, yes.
2: This is That Game Show.
0: Joining me today, he is the CEO of Team Thirty Three, who just won a Fortnite major—not not one continent, but two continents. So for playing Risk, he'd be getting eight additional armies in the next turn. He is Tyler Gallagher. Tyler, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic.
2: Thank you for such a great introduction.
0: Well, I want to say like that's that's impressive. I, before we I'll, before we get to the origins of Team Thirty Three, what was your schedule like when you had to? S- Two different majors and two different continents. Like, how did, like, how long was, like, your watching schedule essentially?
2: It was long. It was, it was, it was really long. Uh, I started out, it was, uh, like, straight watching and, 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 and making sure everything's going great was just from, it was about 1 p.m. PST all the way to, like, 12, 1, 5, no, I would say about 5 a.m. Uh, it was it was long. It was you know it's, it was two crazy days over the weekend, uh, and it had to, and and between all of it, I had to be uh, coordinating with our graphics team, with our video editors. For we didn't know if we were going to get a championship, so we got this video that we've prepared, but we don't know who is the champion. So there was a lot of moving pieces that uh, had to be tackled during the uh, weekend.
0: So you had to drink a lot of coffee and all these energy drinks just to, like, stay awake to make sure. It's like, I, I got to watch my boys. I got to watch my team.
2: I, it, I found uh, the recipe. It's called Yerba Mate. Uh Careful with time you drink it at, uh, but it's great. It, uh, it it powered me through. It got me, got me through the weekend, that's for sure.
0: So when that day came, when you won both on the same day, was it just one of those, like, you're already in the finals and you're bracing up for it. Do you already have to go through like a marathon of games and then it's the final?
2: Yes. So it's a marathon of games, as you said, and then they basically wind it down to 50 teams per region. And that goes, that battle goes on for two days. So, so, so the two days So the first day is really setting the stage where, you know, you, you, you're kind of seeing the idea of where things are going, but the second day, it really ramps up. That's where, you know, uh, the, the crowns are placed on the player's head, so to speak, metaphorically speaking. And, uh, and so, yeah, so it's two intense days, Saturday and Sunday.
0: So is this the same Fortnite team or do you have like two separate Fortnite teams, one competing in South America, one competing in North America?
2: Uh, it would be more more of uh, our players, okay. our players competing, and uh, it was duos, so uh, they could be uh, they could be duoing which happened with a lot of our guys with another organization. So, uh, so there there's typically two organizations represented um, in, in in each.
0: Okay, is this the first major you guys have won, or have you guys won majors before in the past?
2: So we, we came in uh, and we, we kind of built our name in the West. So we've did, this is our third West in a row uh, that we've won, FNCS. Uh, but to get two championships in one FNCS, one has never been done in Fortnite history. Uh, and for us, obviously, we've never done it. But uh, no, we've won FNCS. We actually won the West uh, just the beginning of this year and then also coming out of last year. So this was our third for the West.
0: Nice. So tell me the story behind Team 33. How did you want to get the name and how did you assemble all these players?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the really simple, because that's when you get into really long winded stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a passionate, true gamer. Uh, I have been for 30 plus years. Uh, I fell in love with gaming at a a really young age and it helped me through an important time in my life. When I was 19, uh, I was diagnosed with panic disorder. uh, And instead of taking medication that was prescribed to me, I found that gaming helped me through panic attacks. So way back when I was 19, I always had a a Game Boy with me um, that that was portable. and Whenever I had a panic attack or something coming on, uh, I would play uh, the the Game Boy, and it would it would help me through the the, the panic attack, so to speak, and uh, and also it just became a place where I made friends. I didn't have a lot of money growing up, uh, and it was really tough tough world. So I couldn't go out and like do the regular things people do with friends, but online it was all free. So uh, I made a lot of friends online, and uh, and it's just just a huge part of my life. So fast forward to you know uh, current day and age. I knew I always wanted to get into esports. I didn't know how. I just knew I wanted to. I've always been fascinated with Fortnite, being such an avid gamer and seeing what they've done in such a short period of time in the in the esports arena. Uh, that, that that was uh, uh, that was my trigger uh, to with with Fortnite and just kind of watching it progress, seeing the lives that it's changing. And seeing just the footprint that they put in so quickly, I'm like, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta pull the trigger and get into this game. And so that's, uh, that's when I pulled the trigger. 2020 uh, was the end of 2020. So realistically, 2021 is when I was off to the races uh, with Fortnite.
0: So how did you go about finding all of these players? Like, do you just find like scouts or were you just like, did you happen to go from like major to major, go to like the Fortnite World Cup and go, all right, I want to get this person, that person, and the other person. Like, how did that, how did that whole scouting process work?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So when I came in, I was green as green could be. So I was just a sponge absorbing the, the, the community, the environment and everything. And so coming in, uh, I found that throwing tournaments to try to find top talent. Uh, was a good way to start getting my name out there and being known, but I was completely green and did not know what I was doing. But in throwing tournaments, I attracted, uh, you know, our first staff members and people that worked in our team to help kind of structure our organization and, and, and just start feeding information on like how to build and how to grow. And so I started learning about how teams are ranking, what's going on with, with, with all the cups, what goes on with cash cups, what goes on with FNCS, what goes on with Dream Act. All the tournaments, how players, uh, you know, get their rankings. And I just started to immerse myself deeply into the Fortnite scene. Uh, and, and to answer questions, by starting, uh, we did tournaments. Uh, our kind of our claim to thing where we really started building a name was uh, we, we started throwing tournaments called uh, Mystery Night and we would uh, get a pro, didn't have to be in our organization, and they would fight the the, the kind of the viewers and the, and the community uh, for cash prizes. And we used to throw those twice a week at one point. It was pretty intense.
0: You can follow Team 33 on Twitter at official team 33 Check them out. You can also go to their website, Team33.gg, where you can see the Team 33 house. It looks spectacular. You were talking about on your website – all these celebrities that came in what you've had ty dollar sign you've had drake you've had lil nas x what was the most awe you've been in when you're like holy crap like this person's here and like we got to hang out with so and so
2: that's a really great question uh well i would say this so the the team house uh where you know team 33 has its headquarters today uh, that actually started off as a recording studio. So, uh, I built a beautiful, beautiful house, uh, and in the in the house there's this extra space. I didn't know what to do with it, so I turned it into a recording studio. And uh, went in and and basically, you know, with all my contacts I've gathered through the years, built built that story up. And so, when it comes to uh, when it comes to that part of uh, the build where we were building up the recording studio that was attracting all these artists. There's a level of um, privacy that, that I had to give, uh, which I, I, it comes with the territory. Like it, it was like a nomad, you know, like it was 100%. But to, to hear the stories coming back and forth, like we'd have a huge producer at the house, uh, his name was TM88. And it was like Travis Scott's at the house, man. Did you know that? And like just crazy stories like that. It was all the time. It almost became a regular thing. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Post Malone passed by today and then was in the, you know, was in the place and it, you know it was just it was just a continuing growing story of uh, just really having um, a studio space that people were. We're, we're making music in and uh, I tried to just stay out of like I wasn't there to greet them. I had a a whole team it was very much run like a five-star hotel if that makes sense
0: nice I like the casual oh yeah just you know post Malone just casually walked by like oh okay you know not just you know one of the biggest pop stars right now going on it's just I like the casual oh yeah just Oh yeah, Post and I were we're close. Like that just like the casual, we're BFFs. I love that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it was uh there was a really cool moment. I was actually at the property cuz they they do they do would like to meet and stuff like that. And I remember I was at the property and uh there was uh, a new artist uh at Rock Nation. Uh, Jay-Z was just signed. And his name's Gashi and uh he was doing like some free the freestyling and 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 uh, he put my name in the song and it was like I was like crazy uh, to, to like experience that, you know, even if you didn't use the song, I'm just like, wow. Like the, you know, those, those were just like moments where you're just like, wow. That's crazy. So
0: right now you guys have been making your name for yourself in the Fortnite community. Again, you won two majors in two different continents. Something that's never been done before. What's next for team 33? Are you going to expand more into Fortnite? Are you going to start pursuing maybe other esports
2: yeah so the way that i look at it again coming from a gamer standpoint i really wanted to like i feel like a real esports team is built uh the real fan base real esports team is built from being able to be great at a game so the game that we chose is obviously fortnite Mm -hmm. with that recipe we obviously don't want to stop with our footprint our story and fortnite but we want to take what we've been able to do and bring it into other games that we're just as passionate about, that we love just as much and expand uh, our horizon, so to speak. So uh, we are, we, we, we have uh, in our, in our sight the next game that we want to conquer.
0: Are you, you want to leak that right now? Well, not leak. If you, no, it's not leak, if you I'm say it, leaking. but no
2: leaks, no <sighs> leaks. We want to come in like we surprised everybody in Fortnite, which we did. Uh, we surprised everybody in the Fortnite scene, um, which was wild, which was wild. And, and, and I believe very, very difficult to accomplish given just how, uh, just just like there's so much money being made. There's such a, it's, it's such a world in itself. And uh, I believe the entry point is tough.
0: It's competitive day by daylight, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah. And, and, and the other thing is they flip the game on its head every season. So you could have an amazing competitive team for this one season. And then they flip the, the game on its head and you've got a brand new uh, puzzle you're trying to crack.
0: Oh, and, no, and I'm they- saying your your next competitive team is going to be a competitive dead by daylight team, right?
2: <laughs> I'm not telling you anything. I'm not even gonna say no. I'm not even gonna say anything. You're really making what? this hard for
0: me. How am I supposed to do hard hitting journalism when I can't get you to crack, Tyler?
2: <laughs> you just gonna have to watch the story. You just, you know, gave our Twitter. Uh you would definitely, definitely find clues, uh, you know, in the coming times on our Twitter, that's for sure. Right.
0: And you can find again that Twitter at official team thirty-three. So you were talking about games you growing up. What was your favorite game growing up, or what is your favorite game now? Even it could be the same.
2: Sure, it's funny. So my big game where I really fell in love with esports is uh, was Warcraft Three. Uh, nice. It's it, it's it's incredibly well put together, and it's a, it's a timeless game, much like Starcraft. And uh, so that's where I fell in love with esports. Uh, there was a team called 4K, um, which had Grubby and Fav and Todd and Moon, and these guys dominated um, the, the the Warcraft 3 scene uh, competitively. And so that's 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 where I've got that drive, and and how I've structured Team 33 is because I saw what 4K did to Warcraft 3, and I like, guess just that passion inside that you want to you want to be a 4K and in, in some type of game. So it'd be Warcraft 3. And then with that obviously I fell in love with Blizzard. Uh, they're the mm-hmm. ones that created the game and I fell in love with Blizzard. Uh, I actually played original Dota within the creative side of Warcraft 3. And uh, as you can imagine World of Warcraft came out. Um, I, I actually still play that to this day. I'm, I'm that nerdy. And uh, you know, kind of when I'm just uh, hanging around and and you know, just trying to pass some time on my phone, I play Hearthstone quite nice. as well. So those those are the games that uh, I I put some of my attention. I would love to play Fortnite competitively, but the talent is insane. And the great thing that I love about Fortnite is 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 the youth that's in it. Like they're so mm-hmm. young and 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 shaping their lives. It's such like a such a like a pivotal point in their journey like it's they're they're young they started like 13 in the Fortnite scene and the dexterity that they have you know i would never be able to have i i humbly say that i would never be able to keep up with these the competitive scene in fortnite so oh yeah i could not do that
0: either i I mean it's one of those like i played fortnite for a little bit and i just like i just kept getting wrecked in it it's like mind you i played esports growing up like i played competitively in shooters like unreal tournament and all that but then it's like i got into the fortnite scene i think i might be better in no build mode but it's just like i'll go fight someone also they just happen to build Uh, you know, the pyramids of Egypt right in front of me. And it's like, wait, how am I supposed to kill you when you've literally built a structure in like less than five seconds? Right. Like, I kind of felt like the dad who discovered a computer for the first time, like I'm hunting and packing. He's like, okay, I need to hit the tilde key and then F1. All right, cool. I made a slope now. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait, I just got shot five times.
2: Yeah, exactly. And while that pyramid's going up, you're getting shot at all the way it's going up.
0: It, it's ridiculous it absolutely is uh, I loved how you mentioned Warcraft 3 because I played that a lot when I was younger but the thing is like I never played the actual campaign I just played the mods the entire time so I played like dota Enfos green yeah. TD like every type of TD imaginable uh, uh it, yeah it, it's like the modding scene was just absolutely amazing and it, it's it's funny how like we're talking about two games that like had such a really unique stories because you had dota which started off as a warcraft 3 mod and essentially created a whole new genre and is now one of the biggest esports out there and fortnite originally just was like this survival shooter against zombies and they just said hey why don't we just make a battle royale that's free for people and then all of a sudden everybody just flocked to that instead
2: yeah i believe truly in watching that story it's that build element but the genius behind fortnite as well as epic knows it's more than a game they were successfully able to hold concerts drive an audience entertain an audience keep the game fresh and then make that demographic so wide range like uh everybody i know um you know my my executive assistant at my company her and her kids play it with uh, their dad and like everybody plays fortnite from like well not everybody that's a wide statement a very large a large majority play uh, you know fortnite because they've learned how to capture such a wide audience and keep the game fresh kind of like as you were saying with warcraft 3 they kept it fresh with mods um which uh, incredible things have stemmed from uh those creative games uh, that mods developed in the back end
0: Yeah, you said you mentioned uh, you're playing Hearthstone. What's your favorite deck that you're playing right now in Hearthstone?
2: So I've gotten to a level, real nerd talk. I've gotten to a level with Hearthstone. Um, I've one, I found the character I like to play. So I'm like a laser beam. I don't like to play all types of characters and who's the strongest this patch, right? Or this meta. I'm like, uh, this is my guy, and I don't care what the meta is. I'm going to make it work. So mine's Rogue.
0: Okay. And then
2: uh, I've been playing Rogue for a very long time, uh, just specifically Rogue, and uh, so I, I've actually created my own deck successfully um, that 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 is tried and true uh, so far. I I probably built my best deck so far just based on how I play Rogue and how I approach it. Um, where I was uh, I was very uh, I was I was almost uh, Legend, but uh, very high in Diamond
0: is it maestro rogue what's that is it a maestro rogue
2: uh no no it's actually uh utilizes weapons and it utilizes the the bleed the, oh okay uh, yeah so you basically empty your deck so i've got all of my you know cycle so I, I try to empty my deck as fast as i can and then i put up uh two of the garage the the, the, the the girl that like adds two spells so i put two of them up and then i put mm-hmm. those bleeds and then I'll I'll have like um, I'm I'm so nerdy. You know this <laughs> is a gaming podcast, right? That like you're all,
0: allowed to do have, that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that I'll have my dagger on that pulls them because mm-hmm. uh, I I, yeah, I have the card pull and I'll just pull and I can do about 36 damage. So it doesn't matter what they're playing. I'll just basically I'll handle uh, I can handle a zoo. I can handle a rush. I can handle a guy that's building up his armor because all I do is then I just build up. Uh, me hitting them but just with that one i'm I'm able to do 36 and whatever i've been able to do in between all of that so yeah rogues awesome and it's it's such a fun thing to play because you just don't see where rogues coming from it's so many just like different strategies
0: oh it's so powerful like it, it's like it's a very meta deck right now as well and i think that and uh warrior have just been wrecking everybody I'm just happy you didn't say priest deck. I was worried like, oh, we're going to have to cut this interview short. I hate priest decks.
2: You know know what the weird part was? like. I used to be uh, pretty strong with priest. Mm -hmm. Long time ago, though, we're talking a long time ago, uh, the highest I ever got, and this was a time where gold uh, led to legendary, I got five with priest. I'm like, this just doesn't seem like it makes sense. So I moved on from priest and never looked back. And I just loved, I love Rogue because if you really are a Hearthstone fanatic, you'll understand the 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 beauty of like being able to play a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I can't, I don't like Paladin. How about that? I'll throw that out there too. So you there you out, go. I'll throw out Paladin. Takes zero brains on Paladin. Just what do, you, what do you have in your deck?
0: If you take anything from this episode, Tyler Callagher hates Paladins. <laughs> What a stink! That's been nerding
2: me. Can't I'll, help it.
0: I love it. Uh, again, you can find uh, Team Thirty Three on Twitter at official Team Thirty Three. You can check them out. They have a, a cool video up of all their accolades and uh, all their accolades and awards that they've won so far. Do you guys have a rival right now when it comes to like another esports organization, or are you still think like you're kind of still at the, like the new stage where you don't have one yet?
2: So I'm going to say this humbly because I know eSports very well. I would say today, right now, at this present moment, there's always going to be competition, but we're so far ahead of our competition. If you're talking just on PR, like that's how teams are ranked, right? Mm -hmm. Based on their players and their PR. Uh, Our PR is like 470,000, give or take, Uh, like 477,000. And then the like second, you know, that that's like, Uh, right under us is like 120,000. That's how much we're ahead of the the game. So I would say right now I'm very happy and humble as well with with what we've been able to accomplish. And I'm already preparing because especially in gaming, that's what makes it so fun. That's why I'm like so excited to to be in the position I'm in because it never stops. Like I'm already planning. We've got uh, our troops already being deployed. In uh, Sweden, Sweden's doing a big thing with DreamHack. It's a $200,000 competition. Mm. Our our team lands on the 16th. Some of our key players uh, going to win, uh, going going to fight for a $200,000 cash prize, uh, $100,000 in creative, and then $100,000 in no build. Um, and then, uh, and, and, and above and beyond that, I'm just, just taking our story and, and, and running with it. Like I'm, a, I'm sprinting right now. This is a marathon, but this is the point in the marathon when you're, you're ahead, you got to sprint because you don't know how long you're going to be ahead and you want to get as much distance as possible because the game's always constantly flipping on its head and it's always, it's always something new, but I would say right now, uh, very, very, very grateful and very, uh, uh, excited about the future and we absolutely have competition i just feel like we're doing it way better right now for this moment who knows what the coming times will bring
0: do you ever look at like another esports organization go oh i like what they're doing with this we should probably try to implement that here
2: yes all the time absolutely i feel like if you really you really want to uh be great at what you do you always have to look at your competition on and, and i have a saying is Always give credit where credit's due. Um, I say it to my team all the time. I love praising other orgs because it helps me understand uh, what what they're doing. That that for me to be able to say that, that, you know, I really like what they're doing, uh, that that to me is like, wow, they really are. If I'm saying it, they're doing something really well. And you can learn from that. You can grow. And I would say that a lot of our, um, our story and a lot of our build that's brought us here today has been based on being able to see uh, what works, what doesn't work, and, and the way we see that is through other orgs and studying them and looking at how they're building and what they're doing. And I know they do the same with us. So we hope to give them a great uh, <laughs> we hope to give them a great platform and, and such to research as well. So yeah, I, I there there are absolutely incredible orgs that I love what they're doing.
0: He's Tyler Gallagher, the CEO of Team 33. Tyler, before we go, by the way, check him out at uh, Twitter at officialteam33, team33.gg. Before we go, I'll ask you the same questions I ask all my guests here. It is inspired by uh, questions that James Lipton will ask on Inside the Actor Studio. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, this is the hard hitting journalism. Here we go. What is your uh, ringtone? Uh,
2: default, default on the iPhone.
0: What is the most played song on your iPod?
2: Uh, We level up at the moment. It's a song called We Level Up. It's an old song from uh, Sway.
0: Favorite song you like to belt it out to no matter how good or how bad you sound?
2: We level up right now. (laughs) We level up.
0: Guilty pleasure band. The Killers. If you could eat one meal for a week, what is it? I would. <laughs> uh, Hard hitting journalism.
2: <laughs> I would say there's this amazing restaurant. It's called Spitz and it's a Mediterranean. So it's like uh, Euros and, 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 and all of that. I would say Spitz. Spitz, am I allowed to say that it's a restaurant called Spitz?
0: I, I will allow it. <laughs> Drink of choice, it could be alcoholic or non alcoholic?
2: Uh, non alcoholic. And it would be water. I, I know. You're just a, you're uh, one
0: of those guys that just constantly drinks water.
2: I try to get two uh, two liters down a day. I, I typically achieve it. Wait, two two
0: liters a day, or two, no, just two liters in total. Okay, I was about to say, good lord, how can you do that?
2: <laughs> I actually, there was a point where I was doing two two liters, but uh, these days it's just two liters.
0: That's nuts. Favorite superhero.
2: Ooh. I would say that's tricky. Tricky. I'd say Spider-Man
0: to help settle a bet is Mega Man a superhero.
2: No, that's uh no, that's that's a gaming uh, character. No, he's from a game. He's not a superhero. He's a superhero maybe in the game, but he's, he's not a superhero as it's depicted. So I would say no. He's a, he's a, he's a game. Yeah, he's in a game, Mega Man. <sighs> Nintendo. That hurt. So no. He's not a superhero, in my opinion.
0: Your favorite internet video?
2: Uh, right, uh, in the present day, it's this video. Uh, I actually watch it. I, I go back to watch it, but it's a guy. It's something about Amazon hack. And uh, he uses, uh, this was when uh, it was pretty big, it was Amazon Prime. And you would get within an hour, two hours deliveries right to you. And he was in New York and he was calling an Amazon hack. And uh, he was asking uh, less fortunate people on the street what they wanted. It was around the holidays and it's very, extremely touching. And it just reminds me of how beautiful uh, the, 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 the people still are out there and where their hearts really, really still reside. Uh, you, you know That there's still like love in the air. And uh, it was just, it's just very touching. So it's uh, the Amazon hack video.
0: That is the most touching answer I've ever heard because everybody else picks, like, the stupidest thing out there where, like, somebody has gone, uh, Stone Cold E.T., it was just E.T. in a uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or a, a, uh, it was a guy doing a Stone Cold Steve Austin impression with an E.T. mask. So I kind of like your answer a lot more. What are you streaming? <laughs> what am I, what am I streaming? Yes.
2: So, like, when I go to watch, like, streaming? Mm-hmm i love grand theft auto rp
0: okay so you're wa- you're just watching a lot of people doing grand theft auto rp uh what about yes. like on netflix or amazon or hulu or uh,
2: i just finished incredible incredible series i recommend to everybody it's called we crashed mm-hmm. and it is the story of we work and jared leto's in it and uh, uh <laughs> and halfway's in it and it, it's just unbelievable to see someone go from absolutely nothing to building a multi-billion dollar company and just shaking the real estate industry
0: and finally tyler gallagher the ceo of team 33 i want you to give me your spiciest hot take it could be about anything in life it could be about sports it could be about music life anything
2: i uh, elaborate on this one
0: so As someone who does sports, like I would like, you'd occasionally give the hot take of like, "Oh, I think this team is overrated. I really like uh, prefer this team a lot better." Uh, I said on a sports podcast, "Lucky Charms is a god awful cereal and is patently overrated."
2: Okay. Okay. So, like a hot tip.
0: Yes. And it could be about
2: economy.
0: It could be about economy. It could be about anything. Whatever you want it to be.
2: Oh, man, you really, you really throw a spin in there. Yes. Okay. 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 Uh, I'm going to, since we're talking about esports, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a hot tip. All right. Esports is, is an absolutely beautiful industry that is only getting started. You're going to see a lot more of it. You're going to hear a lot more of it. It is uh it is the most beautiful story because it is you know stories of 30 plus years that have gathered together that have memories of elephants to share in their sheer delight of a place where they can uh, you know use it use it as an outlet for the day to, to celebrate to connect with friends uh and and so forth and also just like me and we're seeing it it's massive it's already begun but it's just we've seen nothing like it yet and i'd say esports is something you should look out for you should become an absolute fan of if you're an investor you should be looking at esports if you're a marketer and you're looking to get your brand or your name out there you should be looking at esports esports single-handedly uh, already commands a majority of eyeballs in our globe it's uh, it's it's a it's a unique uh, the thing about eSports is it's just so globally recognized because every country, everywhere plays some type of game, some type of something, uh, whether it's people's kids, whether it's yourself, whether it's just, it's it's something that you have to keep your eyes on. And a great tip is look what happened with GameStop. I can actually go find the documentary on Hulu. Uh, it's very, very uh, exciting because you can see the power of, of gamers and 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 how beautiful that community is and how they stick together and how they can move mountains that you wouldn't think were possible so i'd say keep your eye on the gaming world it has just begun it hasn't even like really 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 taken off the track you you you're you're about to see a real exciting uh, uh, uh just just incredible things coming in esports i'd say look out for esports
0: He's Tyler Gallagher, the CEO of Team 33. You can check him out on Twitter at Team 33, our official Team 33. And you can find them on their website, team33.gg. They're taking over the Fortnite scene, so you better start keeping an eye on them now. Tyler, thank you so much for coming on.
2: I appreciate it so much. Have a great one, Chase. Thank you again for having me. Chase Bunker. You mean like a,
1: like a dolphin with fins?
2: No, I'm referring to the fish.
0: Oh my God, Kyle Helmstetter. Actually, that was one thing I didn't know—that mahi mahi was actually a different type of dolphin. And so, whenever my parents say, "Oh yeah, I got the mahi mahi," what's that? Oh, it's dolphin. I thought they were eating flipper. This is that game show.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just, uh, you know, go ahead and, uh, yeah, okay.
0: Was that English?
1: Yeah. So that's like a Porky Pig dialect. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, it's over by the trough. Um. Talk of, of the big, talk of the trough Talk re- respectively. Um you know, porky pig, big uh, big, big uh, environmental kind of guy. Um loves loves the kids, but not in a weird way, just just in a like a porky pig kind of way.
0: What's the porky pig kind of way? Like in a
1: in a way that's legal, I think. Kind of like a a respectable way. Like kids are good for the planet and for like you know, keeping humankind um, not extinct. Wow. Sometimes I wonder what it'd be like to do crystal meth, but not like recreationally, just like as a, as to kind of like learn what is, is this goes through people's minds when they do crystal meth. You know what I mean?
0: What the hell is wrong with you?
1: Well, I'm never doing crystal math. That's that's the first thing.
0: Oh, is that it? Like, yeah, that's... that's it.
1: That's literally it. It's the only thing.
0: Wow! Just what an episode! Just what
1: a, what an absolute dime! Like this is Danny Dimes quality content here. <laughs> Welcome to that game show. Jeez.
0: There's a bunch of people that are going to come for the Tyler Gallagher interview. they're gonna be met with this
1: are they this isn't gonna be one long like bumper or multiple bumpers even oh
0: my gosh like i can't even i don't think we're allowed to have a 30 second bumper
1: that's why you can cut it into multiple parts i'm sure that there's enough pause in all of them (laughs) oh my gosh anyway there's no there's no correlation between the conversations it's just one at one point we're talking about Porky pig and then the next moment someone wants to do crystal math like
0: that that's such a such a bizarre turn that like, not even Forza players know how to make that turn. That is just
1: God. That game is just an experience. It is.
0: By the way, I saw they had Hot Wheels DLC, and I'm not gonna lie, like
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it got
0: me really excited.
1: Mm-hmm. Dude, it's I mean, Hot Wheels is f- hot. You know what I'm saying?
0: That. Thank you for again swearing. Yeah, that's that's gonna be
1: two just realized that it's when i had more to be well honest. A little, yeah i did say the other words that's yeah, three but yeah. but you did give me permission so it's it's two i gave
0: you permission but then like as soon as you said it like i remember it. <laughs> <this. laughs> you
1: did i was surprised you gave me permission because i was like there's no way he's gonna say yes and well, you did, did and it, i'm like it, i'm not gonna wait for you to, to take it back like i'm gonna say it now yeah i know i'm gonna run with it you gave you gave me an in
0: I know. And what's worse is that like, well, here's the funny part is that you're just going to forget and you're going to ask me again. And I'm going to think back to the conversation. And go, oh, <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to do it this time.
1: We've been here before. Well, I know what happens if I, if I do in fact say that he can say that word. Yeah.
0: Alright, anyway, that's it for the show. Thank you all very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps out the show greatly. You can follow the show on Twitter at that underscore game show. We don't tweet at it, but it kind of helps out the viewer count. You can follow us on Twitch as well. We occasionally stream twitch.tv slash that underscore game show. You can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker. And you can follow Kyle on Instagram at Scandinavian Sensations. We'll have more social media stuff in the outro. Thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time.
1: Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.
2: Make sure you check out more episodes on iTunes and on our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash That Game Show. And follow us on Facebook, facebook.com
1: forward slash That Game Show.